0: Bibles. Uh, I'm going to read uh, only three verses two in uh, Romans, and one in Galatians. Um, in Romans chapter 12, I'm going to read the first two verses. And then in Galatians, I'm going to read. Uh, chapter 2 and the 20th verse, if you want to follow along. i tell you what, these are great verses. We've preached on these before, and uh, I'll tell you, this is, I don't know if that secret is the right word to use, but this is what it's all about for the Christian this morning, an individual Christian. Amen. Let's take a look here. And this is what Paul was saying to the Roman church. He said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind think of that that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God and in Galatians chapter 2 20 says here this is Paul speaking he said I am crucified with Christ nevertheless I live Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I want to tell you something this morning. That was Paul's personal testimony. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful once again, Lord, for the opportunity, God, of being here this morning. Lord, to worship you in spirit and in truth. Uh, We're so thankful, God, today for your love and your mercy and your grace, Lord, uh, uh, that you have shed upon our lives. Uh, Lord, and we pray, God, for just a little while, Lord, that you give us the liberty, God, To preach your truth, Lord. And bring forth, uh, Lord, the message that's in these verses, Lord, today. Those things, God, that you want us to see and look at today, Lord. Something, Lord, that we could grasp this morning that would change us, Lord, from the inside out, God. But we realize, Lord, without your help and without your touch and without the Holy Spirit, God, we can never do anything, Lord. This is all you, God. We need your help today. We need your power. We need your strength, Lord. For our frame is but dust this morning, God, in thy sight. We just pray that you'd have your way. May each heart be free this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I don't know. I had this in my Bible. I thought I'd go ahead and read it. The Lord kind of just shows us things, I guess. Uh As we uh, go along and try to... uh, This just came out this morning. This was from Adam Clark. He said, Salvation is the birthright to every Christian believer. A complete destruction of all sin in the soul. And a complete renewal of the heart. No, uh, No sin having any place within... And no unrighteousness having any place without. (laughs) That's pretty good stuff there. Amen. Praise God. I was thinking uh, this morning that, uh, well, I thought about it this week. If you remember what I said last week about uh, this new year, that we're getting ready to face and go in. And there was three things that I wanted the church to look at and do and, and, and think about and write it down, whatever. And those three things was to draw closer to God. That's personally. That's you and your personal relationship to God that you draw closer to Him. And then the second thing I put down was to do, draw closer to each other. The love that we have for our brothers and sisters in Christ in this church amen that's the second thing and then the third thing which this is what the church is all about as a body of Christ this church is for the purpose that uh, that we have come together and God has called us together to win the loss for Christ and build his church Amen. This is the things I want to focus on uh, this year. Uh, and the messages, the first few messages, is what I want to go and, and bring that out in that direction. Amen. And I, I thought about this. I, tried to, I didn't know what to preach on, what to get away. But it, this just kept coming uh, to my mind. Let's get ourselves right with God. Let's get our hearts entombed with Him. Amen. And God will use us huh, for His glory. Amen. Praise God. Now Paul here in the church of Rome, he had two sets of people. He had the the Jews that were converted over into Christianity. They had the old Jewish law. they kept the old Jewish law that was in their minds. Uh, uh, that was part of their life for years. They kept that, huh? And Paul knew what they were going through. He was a Jew himself, huh? Uh, Paul was, there wasn't any more of a Jew than Paul. And then also we had in that congregation uh, Gentiles that had been converted. Huh? To the gospel. They heard him preach, huh? He, they, they heard him bring the message of salvation, huh? Something they never heard or knew anything about, huh? And they become saved and born again, huh? Into the family of God. Yes. So Paul's got two types of people here: A man and his church. And they and these people, I want to tell you something. They were saved. They were transformed. They were children of God. Get that, okay? And Paul knew that. He could see the, the, the conversion in their life. The change in their life. Huh? Praise God. Listen, I want to tell you something this morning. Thank God for salvation. Thank God for His Holy Spirit that comes into our hearts. It transforms our minds. Right. Amen. Praise God. There's nothing like it. Hallelujah. Thank God. Right. Huh? But Paul seen something else. Uh, when, he, when he was when, uh, in his church. And to these new believers. These new converts. They need a renewing of their mind. Huh? Praise God. Hallelujah. He said here I beseech you. Therefore, let me get right back to the scripture here. Huh? He said, I beseech you therefore, brother. Huh? By the mercies of God. Now I want to tell you what beseech means. Strong advice. Urgently and fervently to do something. To beg someone or something. And to tell someone in a serious and emotional way to do something. Huh? He said, I beseech you, I beg you, listen to me. This is what you need to do. This is urgent in your life. You experienced God. You experienced this salvation. Now you're going to have to go on. I want to show you something else. Praise God. He said here, I I beseech you, brother, by the mercies of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Think about that this morning. huh? If you're saved and born again of the Spirit, think of the mercy that God has shed on you. Huh? Praise God. Brought you out of darkness and sin and brought you into a fire of the light of God. Huh? Changed us and transformed us praise God hallelujah give us family and children and a church and a church family huh Amen. thank God for those mercies huh and his grace this morning praise God that's what Paul was telling them look what God has done for you huh he's changed your life because he loves you huh praise God. Amen. Right. Look at this, huh? The mercies of God. Huh. Praise God. I want to tell you, God has mercy, huh, on every individual, every person, every race, every nationality, huh? The Scripture said that He's willing that none should perish, but all would come to repentance. Amen. Amen. The only thing, the difference between us and the world, we accepted God's grace. We accepted His mercy and His salvation and believed it. And it changed our lives. Uh, Hallelujah. By the mercies of God, uh, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to tell you something. He said this is your reasonable service. This is how you live your life and conduct your life. A living sacrifice. Let's take a look here this morning about a sacrifice. Huh? Praise God. Let me find that here. Uh, if I can find I wanted to kind of look at my notes on that. I can find it, amen, praise God, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable one to God, huh, a sacrifice, praise God, here, <clears throat> let me back up, this is why a lot of times I don't go off the notes because I get, I can't find out where I'm at, and, and get all twisted around, Amen. But here in uh, this sacrifice, a living sacrifice, the act of giving up yourself to God and His will in your life. What does a sacrifice mean? It's giving up something. A living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, to what God approves. A body sincerely devoted to God is a living sacrifice. A sacrifice has to be acceptable. And holiness life is the only thing that God is going to accept. Amen. Amen. Without holiness, the Bible said, no man shall see the Lord. Amen. A living sacrifice. That means you sacrifice yourself, your wants, your desires, your emotions, huh? Everything that, that God has created in us, everything that's inside of our hearts and inside of our mind, huh? As we become Christians, huh? We're to sacrifice our life, our desires, huh? Our being to the living God. There's a purpose and there's a reason for it, huh? huh? Praise God. Amen. God wants to do something through you. Huh? Praise God. If I don't forget this, I, which I probably will remember this, huh? God created us for him. Right. Amen. 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 To glorify him. Huh? We wasn't created. God, God wasn't created for us. We were created. To worship him, huh? And to honor him, and to serve him. This is all about God. It's nothing about us. We're nothing. Right. Huh? Right. It's all about him. Huh? Praise God. Living sacrifice. Praise God. Huh? So, what he said here, and he said, be not conformed to this word. Uh, now here's where the struggles at, Amen. This is where the problem is for a lot of Christians today. Uh, we're in the world, and listen, this is not the physical world. Uh, I want to let's get this straight. When the Scripture says "world," it's talking about the people of the world and the ways of the world. Okay. It's not this physical world. It's not the trees. It's not the sky, the stars, the sun, the moon. That's not what God's talking about. He's talking about a world system and a world people, huh? Because the Bible said, for God so loved the world. What does that mean? He loved people, huh? He loved people because he said, whosoever believeth in me huh, shall not perish have everlasting life. Huh? So that's what he was talking about here. Be not conformed to the world. Huh? The world. Amen. That's people living in the world. People stinking. How they live their sinful lives. Their fads. The culture of the world. Peer pressure. Their minds are set on the world only. And that is what they live for. They are not of God. Huh? Praise, they're not of him. We are not of the world. The Christian is not, but we are in the world. Amen. Praise God. That's the thing, the pressures, huh? I want to tell you something, my friend. Listen to me, and I didn't know I was going to say this, huh? God's just put it on my heart. Huh? I want to tell you something. We're living in a different culture than we ever have before. And the church, my friend, is living in a profound, huh? An abomination culture we're living in today, all around us. Huh? You know it to be true. We've seen it, huh? The homosexuality, huh? Huh? The homosexual and and kids, huh? Uh, Don't know whether they're male or female. I tell you, it's become so twisted. I want to tell you something. I'll just go ahead and say this, huh? These gays huh? and these homosexuals push gay marriage, huh? I tell you, and they wrote it in the law and said, okay, you're it's legally that the state, the government said it's legal. Go ahead and marry, huh? That did not shut them up. They're not done, huh? They keep pushing their issues and they're twisted thinking, huh? I want to tell you something. The loss this morning. Uh, right. Praise God. It's terrible. And I'll tell you what's more sickening. The church is accepting it right. and believing it, huh? Right. Right. Yep. And taking it in. Huh? I told you once and I'll tell you it again, huh? This Christianity, huh? There's no racism in it. There's no bigot in it. Huh? I'm gonna tell you something. The homosexual, huh? God says to love everyone huh? and pray for them and show them the cries of salvation. Huh? And I tell you, the homosexual, the gays, my friend, if they would turn their life around and give it to God, it would be a great change for them. Huh? Right. Right. That's right. So I hear this and say how he's a He's a bigot. Uh, He hates homosexuals. Uh, That's not what I'm saying this morning. Uh, I'm just telling you. uh, They take our rights and our beliefs and twist them and throw them out the door if we don't agree with them. Something's wrong with us. And in reality, it's the other way around. There's something wrong with them. Uh, I know people have... Homosexuals in their family and their friends and everything. I understand that. I worked with them, huh? And I tell you, I told you the story. I worked with them, huh? And I never treated them any different. Huh? Because the Lord says, don't do that. You, You live your life. You live for me, huh? And I tell you what, huh? You just be the Christian and the godly man that I called you to be. And when you witness. Which I did! Told them about Christ and His love and His grace. Huh? I'll do the work. Right. Huh? Amen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They twisted it all around. The cultures of the world. Huh? You know them all today. The huh? Praise God. It's not the culture of heaven. It's not God's world. I lost my place. Uh, the fads huh the uh, peer pressure <clears throat> amen but he said here huh living out of sacrifice be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind right. uh-huh. huh Be transformed. Huh? What does that mean? Be changed. Huh? From the inside out. Huh? Praise God. Huh? The Lord transformed us when we got saved. He changed our heart. He changed our lives, changed our direction. Huh? Amen. That's what Paul was saying here. Be transformed by the renewing of the mind. Let's read the note on the mind here. Renewed mind. The mind is the acting ruling part of a person. Mm -hmm. The world says I'm sorry. The word says as a man thinketh in his heart so is he. So the renewing of the mind is the renewing of the whole man. In our mind there are two natures uh, battling. The old nature, that's the carnal, which we inherited from Adam, and the new nature, which we inherited from God when we believed in Him. It said the carnal mind uh, and the spiritual, there's a carnal mind and the spiritual mind. The Bible said to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is is life and peace your mind is your companion it is with you always wherever you go there are good thoughts and bad thoughts that go through our minds we are not responsible for the bad thoughts if we bring them into the obedience of Christ casting them Every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Huh? Your thoughts are generated by your mind. The mind is the control center of our emotions and behavior. Amen? Right. Think about that this morning. Renew your mind, huh? Control your mind. Give your mind to God. Huh? I want to tell you something. You think about it this morning. Everything you see controls your mind. You see something, huh? And you think about it, huh? It, it, it's just there. And maybe those thoughts, huh, that you have are good thoughts. Or maybe they're bad thoughts. Maybe they're thoughts that, that lust after the flesh, huh? And the pleasures of the flesh, huh? Those are bad thoughts, huh? But the way we see things, huh? And the Bible said, a man who has so ever that at a woman to lust after her has committed adultery already in his heart. Let me tell you something, my friend. When you look, huh, at a woman, a man looks at a woman or vice versa, huh? And there's a desire there. I'll tell you the first thing that happens is the heart checks the mind, huh? Praise God. You see it, huh? They see it, huh? And there's a thought that, that, that brews in the mind. And then the heart says, Don't do that. Huh? Don't do that. Look away from it. I remember one of the old-time preachers said, huh? He said that, you know, he said, I he said, you can't help, huh? The birds flying over your head. There's nothing you can do about those birds. They're gonna fly over your head. You have no control over it, huh? But I tell you you have control of them. Build a nest on top of your head. Do you get that this morning? Do you understand that, huh? We got the control to not let them nest in our thoughts and in our minds, huh? Praise God. Amen. Paul knew this, like I said. Paul knew, huh, that these people, huh, their minds, huh, had been still filled with their own lifestyle. Huh? I don't want to try to get on the brain. That's a whole different subject. The mind's part of the brain. But it's amazing how God made the brain. Huh? How it holds thoughts and images that's happened when we were child was a child as a little child. We can still remember. Ain't it something how that is? Uh, and then we can remember the sin uh, that we committed. Uh, those things are still in there. Uh, our mind restores them and keeps them in there. Uh, that's just the way it is. But we can be renewed in the mind. Paul said, told his readers, now listen, God's renewed your heart. Now you need your mind renewed. there's a purpose and there's a reason for this Uh, praise God he knew that they were worldly minded and they had to change the way they were thinking they had been saved and had, uh, had a new life in Christ and old things were passed away and old things became new and their minds were still full of past history Uh, the old way of life what I just said and the thinking uh, was still in them now they were a new creature in Christ as the heart was uh, concerned but they needed a renewed mind a mind that was controlled by the Holy Spirit and a mind that was willing to do the will of God in their lives a mind transformed by the Holy Spirit the mind of Christ in Ephesians 4, 22 and 23, uh, it said, <clears throat> Ye that, that ye put off concerning the former conversations of the old man, which is corrupt, in the lust of the flesh, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Right. Amen. Mm-hmm. You, you get this this morning. i tell you, I'll just be honest with you, church, and I'll tell you this just as how it is. The Lord's dealt with me many times in many years on these verses. One of my favorite verses in the Bible, my model verse, is Galatians 2 and 20. That ought to be the model for the Christian, every child of God. But the Lord has dealt with me and corrected me on the two first verses of Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2. Huh? He keeps bringing me back to that. huh, To that and them scriptures. I'm going to tell you something. I preached this and I said this to you guys. Huh? It's though I'm preaching to you, I'm preaching to me. Huh? I'm probably the one that needs it more than anyone else. Huh? But the Lord has put this scripture on my mind and on my heart for a long time. Huh? Because I needed it. The Holy Spirit's not going to send us... To a scripture. Or send us to a a part of the the Bible. That he don't want us to see. He wants us to see something. Even if he has to repeat it over and over and over again. This is a secret. There's a power in this. When you give your mind. Listen. To the Holy Spirit. And let the Holy Spirit control it. Amen. Something's going to take place. Something's going to change. In our minds, Our way of thinking about life and about the Bible and about God's Word. Amen. (laughs) I got to say this. I was laying in bed this morning. huh? I was laying there in bed. I was trying to think about the the message this morning. And I thought about Moses. I don't know how I got to thinking. But uh, you remember Moses? Uh... Pharaoh's daughter took him in, Mm -hmm. huh? Took him in like her own son, huh? And brought him into the palace, huh? And and raised him up in all the wealth of Egypt. You remember the story? Huh? And raised him up. I tell you, Pharaoh, he was the prince of Egypt. And he would become the next Pharaoh. Huh? Because Pharaoh's uh, her dad loved Moses and thought the world of Moses. Moses had wisdom and knowledge. Uh, God gave him that. Uh, But there came a time, listen my friend when Moses found out who he was. When he realized that he wasn't an Egyptian but he was a Hebrew. And he realized listen my friend this morning, huh? He realized that his people were those slaves out there in the brick pit, huh, slaving for the pharaohs of Egypt. Huh? And when he realized that, my friend, something changed in his heart. God was dealing with his soul, huh? It said there in Hebrews, you can read it, huh? He could have had all the wealth of Egypt. He could listen, my friend, he could have sat on the throne, huh? And in power where God was at, huh? Or not where God where Pharaoh had all the power. He could have sat in the highest place. Mm-hmm. Huh? Right. But what the scripture said? He refused huh, to become the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Why? Because he wanted to be with the people of God. He gave his heart and his life and his living. He was a living sacrifice to God. To enjoy the pleasures of sin. This is what it says in Hebrews for a season. I want to tell you something my friend. Church, this morning, you and our lives are seasonal. huh? We're just here temporary. The scripture said our life is like a vapor. It peereth for a little while and it's gone. Right. Huh? Moses seen it. Huh? He made a choice and he, he said, Give me that brick pitch. I'll go down there and slay. We're not peoples. At. Because I believe in a God. The God of the Hebrews will deliver us one of these days. I want to tell you something, my friend. There's a Christ this morning. is at the right hand of the Father. Making intercessions for you and me. My friend, in one of these days, if we'll stay faithful to the end, He's coming back and going to deliver us out this of this group. world. Uh, glory be to God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. I didn't know if I was going to throw all that in there, but mm-hmm. I won't charge you any extra for that. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Uh, no wonder he was in the book of faith, the heroes of faith. Uh, <clears throat> why is it so important? I'm just about done. <clears throat> It said here that you be transformed by the renewing of your mind mm-hmm. that you may prove what is listen to this what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God that's a lot to support mm-hmm. amen there's so much truth in that and here's what it is here's what it is. let me let me read you this huh why do we need why do we? How do we become renewed in our minds? We didn't we don't have the power to transform our minds into what God wants our minds to be. Any more than we can transform our hearts. It takes the power of the Holy Spirit listen to me and the word of God to renew our minds huh? our role is to be in submission to the spirit and the word of God and let them change our way of thinking if we are willing to let God control our minds, our thoughts our desires our control panel of our mind mm-hmm. huh? Think of the difference it would make in our lives. Huh? Think of the change that it would make if we would just surrender our mind over to God. Let Him, huh? Let our thinking and our desires, huh? And our emotions and everything. I want to tell you something. I worry about things. I think we all do. It's pretty natural to worry about things. My poor mom, she worries about everything. Everything there is, everything you can think about. And she worries about it. She's concerned about it, huh? What would happen, huh, if we would just give our minds our worries over to God? Trust in Him to help us, huh? I tell you what, I I I heard something about this. There was this young woman, young girl. I don't know how old she was. She had been in all these psychiatric wards, huh? She's been through all therapy, shock therapy, uh uh uh, shots, medication, everything. I wish I would have got this story a little bit more clearer. I just heard it for a few seconds, and anyway, it said there that that uh, all this. All the hospitals, all the shock therapy, everything that she had done, never helped her, never changed her, never done any good. All that she went through. I don't know who it was. Some person came up to her. Instead of looking at all the negatives and all the bad that she had lived and what she has gone through and her condition. Instead of looking all the at the bad, she brought up the good. Or he, whoever it was, brought up the good in her life. Huh? And she said, I've never been told that. I've never been told that. I've been told that I've been bad. Something's wrong with me. Everywhere I go. Huh? Whoever it was was telling her, huh? The part. That God is in her God created every man. uh, Every woman. He knows every person. Uh, Don't forget that. I knew you before you was even formed in the womb. And when she said, when she heard that, they they said when she heard that, the positive, it changed her mind. What did it do? It changed her mind. She got to seeing something now, huh? God God wants to change our minds. I'm going to quit here. Lord I would. Amen. Let the spirit control your mind, not the flesh. Mm -hmm. Amen. Reprogram your mind. Hallelujah. And I just want to say here, why is the renewed mind so important? Why is it? <clears throat> I think it's the first time I ever went off my notes, which I needed to. Every once in a while, I look at them. I had a preacher tell me the other day, he said, you had so, you got so much going on. He said, your thoughts are here, and they're there, and everywhere else. He said, you're doing a great job. Huh? Well, let me go off these thoughts. I just lost another one. Okay. <clears throat> Why is the renewed mind so important? Because the renewed mind that has been transformed by the Holy Spirit and we in submission to the Holy Spirit will do, listen to me, the will of God in our lives. And be used for him uh, in the building of his church and in the kingdom of God and for his glory. Amen? The Holy Spirit will tell us how we are to live our lives. You see what this means this morning? When when God has control of our hearts and our minds, this we're preaching on the mind, not the heart this morning. When God has control of the mind, huh? then he's going to show us his will. What our will is. Sometimes it's hard to figure out what God's will is. When we think about it, huh? And we try to co- uh, try to take it all in and see what it is, huh? But if we give Him this, let the Spirit control our mind and be in submission to it. You know what that means? That means obedience. Obey it. Whatever God tells you, huh? Then, then, huh? God's going to use you. And He's going to use me, huh? For the building of the church and His King. That's what it's all about this morning. huh? We didn't just come and gather here to worship God. We come here to build the kingdom of God and build our character and our person huh? for the glory of God. When we go out those doors to reach the lost, I tell you, we'll have the will of God on our hearts. That's what it's about this morning, huh? See, you and I can do nothing in the church, huh? We cannot do any work, huh, in the church without God's help, huh? All we have to do is be a willing vessel where the Holy Spirit can come in and use us, huh, and show us His will, huh, for His glory and for His purpose this morning, huh? I want to tell you something this morning. This little church, I know we don't have much people, huh? but I want to build a church huh? on the Lord Jesus Christ and on the Holy Spirit. And I tell you, I want the power of God in this church. Huh? We can build a church huh? out of our own characteristics, out of our own thinking, and out of our own minds. But it'll do no good. Huh? The churches this morning, I know they're around. Huh? I tell you, they fill them up, huh? But God's not been in it. How can you say that, preacher? Huh? Because Jesus told them that one day, huh? Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. I know you not. Hey! Jesus, we cast out demons. We preach the gospel. We done this and we done that. What do you mean you don't know us? What does Scripture say? Because you have done it yourself without me. Right? Huh? That's, right. That's what Jesus was saying. Yeah. We got to have Him. Right. That's why I want to preach this today. Huh? Let's get ourselves right. Huh? and get the fullness of God. Uh, amen. Where God can use us. That's his intentions. Uh, and I want to go back here. <clears throat> like I said, this is one of my favorite verses. Paul here. I, like I said told you earlier. This is his personal testimony. I'll tell you what, Paul didn't have nothing in this life. Huh? He suffered in prison, was beaten with whips and rods. Huh? Didn't have nothing huh? in this world. None of this world's goods. But he had what mattered. He had the Lord Jesus Christ. Huh? He said here, <clears throat> Paul in this verse is giving his personal testimony of what he said. In Romans 12, 1 and 2. He is free from the law and the ruling power of sin. Paul was saying, my old nature, my old self died and was crucified with Christ. And buried with him. But, Jesus, but I was resurrected with Christ into a new life. And, and the new life that I'm living today. And my life is sacrificed to him. And I live for Christ by faith. Who loved me, praised God, and gave himself for me. That's personal. Huh? That's personally to you and personally for me. Huh? Jesus uh, cultivates uh, within the believer his own desires, his virtues, his character and power. Uh, thus morally transferring him and working through him in others for the glory of God Paul said I live by faith in Jesus Christ by depending on him for strength and all the necessities Amen. amen Paul said for me to live Is Christ Mm -hmm. for me to live? Is Christ, and to die would be gain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What is he saying, huh? He was saying here, huh? I suffered for Christ, the cause of Christ. I counted an honor and a joy, huh? I tell you, when I walk in this life, I'm going to live for Him. I don't care how many stripes they put on my back. How they beat me and how they mistreat me. The Lord's called me to preach the gospel to the Gentiles, and I'm gonna to preach to them regardless of what they do to me. Huh? 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 I'm gonna bring them the gospel. Huh? They have no power over me. Huh? I'm the Lord's. Huh? Let them try to destroy this body. When the God says it's over with. In my life, physically, then it's over with, and not until, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, huh? When I die, I'm going to heaven. <laughs> I'm going up, huh? Where my savior is, huh? It's gonna be gained, huh? Not lost. Think about it this morning. Hallelujah. Hold on to the promises. And the hope that God has put in our hearts. Amen. Right. Praise God. Hallelujah. I know, I said I was done. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. I was reading or listening to, a, to an old sermon on YouTube. I've tried to take down some notes. I tell you, I'm thankful for some of the modern technology we got. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyway, it's kind of scary, too. This is some some of the notes that I took down this old time. I I don't even know who it was. But I can tell you this. He was an old-time holiness preacher. And he said, Your attitude is the attitude of the Lord himself. Who <clears throat> who, yes, I can do nothing of myself. I can't speak of myself. I don't make plans for myself. My only reason for living is the glory of God in Jesus Christ. In repentance, you've been uh, pardoned uh, for His glory, and victory, uh, you're been brought to a place of death, that he might reign in his fullness. Jesus Christ is able to live and walk in you. You come to the cross and join him in union and death and enter into all the meaning of death to self in order that he can have the glory. If you do not know the fullness of the Holy Ghost, Come and present your bodies a living sacrifice and let him fill you so that you can have, so he can have the purpose uh, for his coming fulfilled in you and get the glory through your life. It is not what you're going to get out of God. It's what he is going to get out of you. Let us come and cast ourselves at the feet of the nail-pierced Son of God and tell Him that we are going to obey Him and love Him and serve Him as long as we live because He is worthy. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I appreciate your attention today. Amen. appreciate your prayers. appreciate your thoughts this morning. I just want to say this. That's what it's all about. Let's give God first place. Mm -hmm. Let's give him our heart. Let's give him our our minds. Let's give him all that we have. All of our being. Praise God. And you know what the scripture says? I read it. I think I read it last week. I can't remember when I read it. I preached on it before. Jeremiah 33 and 3. Call on me and I'll answer thee. And show you great and mighty things. That thou knowest not. (laughs) God wants to do great and mighty things. In you. In you. And in me. For what reason? For his glory. And his power.